What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for episode two of Hit the Books podcast. We're here. You guys ready for week two of the NFL season? Let's get to it. Yeah, let's get going. All right, boys, let's cut the chit-chat and get right to it. So last week for the team card, we went two and one. We hit Seahawks minus two and a half, Raiders money line, and we did not hit Packers minus four. That was a tough one. I didn't like that one. Uh, but we were up 1.7 units on the week. What do you guys think? I think we did pretty all right. Uh, yeah. I did not see that Packers game. I didn't watch the game, but I just kept looking at the score, and I was hoping that sooner or later Aaron Rodgers would get something going. He just doesn't want to be there. Yeah. He wants out of there. And we were talking about they were going to get a big win, and, you know, he was going to have all the hype going into the season with they should have gotten him all the weapons that he wanted or given him whatever he wanted. But Well, you know it was going to go one of two ways. He was either going to do that or he was going to – Put up five touchdowns. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Got the short end well, of the like, stick. J- Jameis balled out. That's that's the big uh, that's the big surprise. Of the his, week Jameis did you see his MVP odds drop? Yeah, from five thousand to plus sixteen hundred. I was gonna say fifteen hundred. I think sixteen hundred, maybe right around there. I mean, I matter. still wouldn't. I still wouldn't put my money there. But yeah, but still, that's an insane drop just off of one game. I mean, that just shows how good he played. 38 to 3 was the final score. Promising for the Saints. I didn't even know that Jordan Love got in for a little bit. End of the game, they there was there was not one starter in the game. Yeah. It was a waste of time. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers is sitting on the bench just, just smiling. Sitting, yeah, he didn't even want to be there. Yeah, just smiling. I love James that. James Winston 14 for 20, 148 yards, five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. No wow. picks. That's the biggest thing with him. No yeah, picks. And Rodgers threw two interceptions on three throws. Jameis goes five touchdowns, no picks. The yardage wasn't there. I'm surprised. Ro- yeah, that was that was like a stat. It was like under 150 yards and four touchdowns. They had a lot of rushing yards on the team, though. They had 83 for Kamara. Um, Jameis had 37 rushing yards. And Taysom Hill had one. So, And some other guy. What's this guy's name? Tony Jones Jr. Never heard of him. 11 carries for 50 yards. The team had 171 rushing yards. They had more rushing yards as a team than passing, than passing yards. That's why it was probably just a real fast game. They got up and the clock didn't stop. But So yeah. in week one, we had nine underdogs win outright. Arizona Cardinals, Chargers, Texans, Steelers, Bengals, Eagles, Saints, Dolphins, and Raiders. Big week one. There, one of them that I actually had some money on the other team that I lost on was I had I took Vikings minus three and going into that that last drive with the Vikings with the chance to tie it to send it to overtime, they tie it. They're carrying the ball down the field. Did you watch this game? Yeah, I thought it was gonna end in a tie. Dude, dude, they're carrying the ball down the field and my cousin looks at me and goes, "Oh, you got this." I'm like, "Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that." And next play, I look up, the ball's on the ground. Bengals have the ball. I'm like, this is over. And then I was hoping it ended in a tie because I was like, at least or no, because I, I had there was like three. I had the left. money. I had the money line separately in a parlay, and I had the minus three. I was like, at least I'll get my parlay will still be alive. I think I had Vikings. Oh, uh, dude, the bird, also in bird the... drives them down the field. They kick the field goal. That McPherson kid. I never even heard of him. He kicks a game winner. They were big win for them though. Big win. Yeah, Joe Burrow looks pretty. They look good. good. Jamar Chase didn't have a case of the drops that game. Dude, hundred yards, just like it's touchdown. LSU, just like they're at LSU. Hundred, hundred yards and a touchdown. He, he's the most promising rookie 
uh, out there right now. He's he has high upside if they're gonna be good, but it depends how much protection Burrow can get. All right, boys, tough beat for Tennessee. What do we think about the Cardinals? Kyler Murray plus sixteen hundred for MVP. What do you think, Huff? Uh, I like it. I was gonna say I like that too. Like I just like I'm the thinking the odds that, on it. Like I, the, I don't I don't know how it's plus sixteen hundred. He's the, gotta. If he keeps going off, obviously the odds are going to drop quickly. But I don't know. It depends if he can keep up in that tough division. I don't know. That's that's also he has a lot of two hundred eighty nine yards, four touchdowns, a pick in week one. And how much did he run for? He probably ran for over a hundred. Uh, five only five carries for twenty yards. Yeah. One touchdown though, a rushing touchdown. I don't know. I if he can get together some tough wins because it. They have a tough division. They have to play a lot of hard teams. So. D-Hop with a big game, 83 yards, six receptions, two touchdowns. And he had a nice touchdown grab. Yeah. Christian Kirk also had 70 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, so I like – I would like that uh, Kyler Murray plus 1,600 for – Derrick Henry didn't play too hot. Yeah, 17 carries. the other side. 17 carries, 58 yards. Did it's, nothing. Titans looked awful. They especially favored too. Yeah, they were minus three. Tannehill, 212 yards, touchdown to pick. They looked terrible in the first half. Yeah, it was not not their day. Definitely not. Yeah, they looked Couldn't ter- get anything going. And then you got the Steelers going into Buffalo. Josh Allen, the top three favorite for MVP. He didn't look too hot well, in the that beginning. Steel- that Steelers defense. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing to mess with. Josh Allen, 270 yards on the day, a touchdown, no interceptions. But, I mean... Throws a, Did he throw a touchdown? Drop back to pass 51 times. Yeah, he threw a touchdown. He just had so much pressure on him. Yeah, he, he dropped so back 30, 30 for 51. You have TJ Watt coming at you full speed. You get yeah. rid of that ball as quick as you can. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a fun game to watch. Yeah, that was a really good game. I like game. how Steelers didn't look like they had any chance until the end. And out of nowhere, they had the lead. Ben Roethlisberger, the one, the one that everyone was talking about, if he can just play average, this team can do he good. He didn't even play average. 188 and, and a touchdown. That de- if that defense and him and that defense can work together. Watching that guy move hurts. They're going to win. They're going to win. All right, uh, what are we thinking about our Raiders money line pick? That was a great pick. I loved watching that game going into OT. That was a fun, fun one to see. That was you know, a- they've 14 nothing Baltimore in the first I was worried. I was worried. Oh, I, I was, was worried. I was like, all right. I was like, all right, this Not is going to be this going to be 17 to 3 at half if I'm lucky. I didn't think they had any chance. Yeah. Derek Carr didn't start very well, picked it up. Dude, he was throwing the ball the whole first two drives. He threw the ball to Darren Waller. Darren Waller had play. like 19 targets. And did, but with like one catch. <laughs> he couldn't get it to him. Carr yeah. couldn't get the ball down. That was that was the craziest game of the week by far. Probably gonna be end up being one of the craziest games of the year. How about that uh, on the five yard line in overtime? He threw it right through his hands off the yeah. helmet interception. Yeah. I thought they lost it right there. Time to jump into week two. First game of the week. We're looking at the New York Giants at the Washington football team. Washington football team is favored at minus three, and the over under set at forty and a half. Take it away, Mackie. With the Giants' performance last week, I can't see them. Putting up any numbers against Washington's defense, they just looked absolutely awful. Um, Washington minus three here could be a good call. What do you think, Huff? Yeah, I I like that minus three. I'm surprised it's not a little more with Washington playing at home. I mean, I think it would be if they didn't just lose Fitzpatrick for the season to injury. But I think 
that Heineke has shown that is the ability to keep up. I mean, he had played that nice wild card yeah, game against wild card game. Tampa Bay. Well, yeah, he bought out. He had that nice little long rushing yard. You know what I mean? All signs here point to Washington. Giants are only two and nine against the spread in their last eleven games played in Week Two, and Saquon Barkley only rushed for twenty six yards on ten carries. And be, me being a Penn State guy, really was looking for more from him. Yeah, that I don't know that forty and a half over under is scary to me because, like me and Mackie were talking earlier, that I could see the Giants only scoring ten points in this game on that Washington defense, but it's up to Washington to cover if they can score thirty, and I don't see that happening. So that Washington that Washington defensive line against that Giants offensive line is going to be hard to watch. Yeah, Chase Young can end up with like five sacks. Yeah, could he could be, be like Chandler, uh, Jones. Chandler Jones last week. I think. Uh, Danny Dimes, if you want to call him, he's gonna yeah. have. He's gonna be hurting on Friday. He's gonna be hurting on Friday. I can tell you that. All right, now let's move into the next game. We got the Raiders at Pittsburgh, the first Sunday one o'clock game. Steelers favored at minus five and a half, over under at forty-seven. It's here at Pittsburgh. What do you think? Yeah, Huff. We're, uh, we look good coming into Buffalo last week. Like we just said, if we talked about the Steelers and the Raiders, I mean. Steelers defense look good, obviously. If I think if Ben, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be my take on the Steelers every week. If Ben can throw one touchdown and near two hundred yards, and that defense can Not play the ball over. that defense can play sub part of that, we're gonna we're gonna make the playoffs, and we're gonna be a team that you don't want to see in the playoffs with a defense like that. All right, I don't want to go. I don't. I wouldn't go that. Far. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, but in this game. Specifically, week two is what I'm worried about right now. Steelers money line. Yeah, I don't like the spread. I don't like the five and a half. The more I think about it, I'm thinking like twenty four seventeen Steelers, and I know that covers. But I think the Raiders could have the ball last drive, and I don't know if they're gonna get. You know what I mean? Well, you know they're not gonna kick a field goal there. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like. I just I want to be safe knowing that like I got my money line if it yeah. hits. You don't want to have to worry about the five. Yeah, and I don't half want to have to worry about that weird five and a half spread. I don't like the five and a half or uh, four and a half points usually. Um, I got I got two trends here. Vegas is seven to one against the spread in its last eight games against Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is four and one straight up in its last five games when playing at home against Vegas. So again, preludes to your money line. Yeah. See, uh, I don't see Vegas coming in. And stealing one in Pittsburgh against a defense like that, but you think it might be close? I think, I think, I think they'll put up a fight. I think they'll. Yeah, I think they, Jacobs they and Waller. Quick lead. Yeah, Jacobs and Waller are gonna have a good game. I, I'm. I've never been one that's big on Derek Carr, but I mean, he can. He gets what he needs to do. He does what he needs to do. That's yeah, exactly. I mean, and sometimes it's enough to get the wins. Like it wasn't. Him, yeah. Like it was against Baltimore on Monday night. And moving forward, we got the Bengals at the Chicago Bears, also a Sunday 1 o'clock game. Close one here with Bears minus 1.5, over under 44.5. Huff, take it away. I woke up this morning and the spread was <laughs> plus 3.5, and, and I wanted Bengals plus 3.5, and, and it is now 1.5, and, and I don't know what I'm going to do here You still now. like it? I Not the 1.5, I don't. I don't know. I At this point, if I'm taking 1.5, I'm taking the money line. Yeah, I mean, one and a half. Yeah, they're not like 24, 23. You know, if I lose that, I'll take my chances. You know what I mean? On the one point. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow looks good. 
Looks real good. Very Jamar good. Chase look good. The, they look good. The, their defense. And the Bears, could, what do the Bears have? They, they have nothing promising. They have nothing going for them. Montgomery, they have, they have Montgomery Justin, and Robinson. And they have Justin Fields if they want to use him. Montgomery and Robinson are a very average running back receiver duo is number one. You they, know what I yeah, mean? There's just nothing around them. That's the problem. Yeah. Like they Andy, don't have a crazy offensive line. They're, they always have Khalil Mack, but he's going to make it. He's always going to make his plays. I just don't see why they're starting Andy Dalton. You drafted Justin it's, Fields for a reason. He looked, he did not look good in the game on, what was that? Sunday Andy night? Dalton, right? Yeah. He was Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. Andy Dalton looked terrible. Yeah. The first half, I, I only watched the first half of the game and it was 13 to seven. The Bears got a touchdown, kind of like the kind of last couple of minutes Justin of the second Fields quarter. Rushing touchdown. No, that or? wasn't the Justin Fields one. Okay. I don't think. I think that was Montgomery's. I think he Montgomery ran it in. So I don't even think. I don't even think Dalton had a throwing touchdown. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Know. I just like he's not even like your franchise quarterback. You guys got him this year, and you have a first round draft pick quarterback right behind him. Why are you not starting him? It's just, and then, and then and, they're going to use him. And they got blown out. Like, there's nothing. And they're going to use him in, on running plays and act like he's only going to come in on that. It's like, no. Like, sooner or later, use, this is what exactly. your offense like, could be. Him, like, you're, you you have nothing going for you. Just put him in. Yeah. They're not going to win. You know, I mean, Andy Dalton's not division, bringing you That division could be up for grabs. If Rodgers doesn't want to play. Yeah. That division Lions, could, are, Lions are gone. It's just yeah. you and the Vikings. It's you and the Vikings. Kirk Cousins is They're already 0-1. You know what I mean? Kirk Cousins isn't all that. You're both 0-1. Like... Did that whole division go 0-1? They, yeah. they did. The whole division started out 0-1. Everyone in the division's 0-1. Wow. Insane. All right, this game we got Houston Texans coming off a surprising win against the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. Tyrod Taylor, baby. Coming into Cleveland to face uh, Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. What do we think here? Minus 12.5 for Cleveland. This is and, just a ridiculous spread. Yeah, 48.5 on the over-under. Uh, I don't really like anything about this game. I mean, Agreed. Browns are gonna win. Yeah, Brown, like Browns are gonna win, but like there's not much to say about this game. Browns yeah. are gonna win. Don't you, touch a twelve and a half. Do not touch spread. twelve and a half. Minus six fifty money line, a lock. As soon as you yeah, could, if like, you, if you want to throw six hundred fifty dollars, I don't think you're gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, just letting you know, they're probably gonna win. Yeah, um, yeah, that's really- here. We got the Rams and the Colts. We got the away team Rams at minus three and a half, and the over under at forty seven and a half. Anything good coming from this game, boys? The only thing for me is the road team, three and a half. I know the Rams look good. They didn't play a, too good of a team like we were talking about with Andy Dalton and the Bears. but There was a lot of promise there. I think Matt Stafford looked real good in the second half. He did, I yeah. think they, they started to gel together. He, Like you said earlier, he's learning that offense. He's learning the offense. It's and all he needed to do. The first half was a little, was a little like preseason. For I him. don't. I don't have too much faith in the Colts, but if Jonathan Taylor can put together a game, it's gonna be hard against that Rams defense. Is Carson Wentz also didn't look bad last week. No, he, he, didn't. he I didn't he watch that game, right? but I, I saw a couple highlights of him. He didn't look bad in a couple throws I saw him make. He's usually like known for inaccuracy and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, I think the I think the Rams definitely coming on top here. The yeah. Three and a half. That that half. I point like the Rams me. money line here. Yeah, that half point scares me, but three and a half. Does look good. I'll take the money. Yeah, I like the money line more than the three and a half, just because that half point is always going to be what gets you every yeah. time. This over under is rather high at forty seven and a half, but the over is hit in the last five games between these clubs. No, we're not over under fans here, but you guys think anything about that? 
I don't know. I'd probably go over 47.5 in this game. I know it's high, but I, that Rams offense, they look good. I know the Rams have a good defense, and I don't know how much the Colts are going to be able to keep up with them on that over, but I don't know. I could, the Rams 31, even if they can get 31, that's I like that. 31 to 20, I could see that as a score. Even 31-17 covers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, if anything over, but I'm not, not I'm, a big fan. Yeah, not a big fan of the over-under game. Not for me. All right, let's head down to Miami for the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. We got the Bills favored at minus three and a half, and the over at forty-seven and a half yet again. Um, I don't know, but Buffalo, the, despite the loss against the Steelers, they look good. I thought Josh Allen with a lot of yardage. I mean, he had a lot of pressure coming at him with the Steelers defense, but I think the Bills are going to come out on top here. I don't know if I like the three and a half divisional matchup. If you're going to take something on this game, though, I would probably lean towards the Bills on the money line. It's kind of heavy at the minus 194, but I'd probably go with that. I don't know. What do you think? I like the three and a half. I think they're going by a touchdown or two. I think Josh Allen doesn't play around this game. Yeah, honestly, that's tough. Like we were saying, the divisional matchup, and the, the three and a half is that half point will get you, but. I don't know. I think you can convince me on that three and a half. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like three and a half. And after that game, we got the New England Patriots at the New York Jets. We've got the Patriots favorite at minus five and a half and the over under at 42 and a half. Rather low one for this week. Boys, what are we thinking? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't love the Patriots. I don't, I don't know. Five and a half here. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I, I know the Jets aren't a too hot of a team coming into this year. They're definitely one of the bottom three teams in the league, and I don't know Mac Jones. He, he I don't like Mac Jones. I'm just gonna say it right now. I don't. He like didn't Mac Jones. look the best last week. He had a, he had his touchdown, and I don't know. He he could have. I feel like I want to say he could have done more, but he could have done more. He yeah. lost. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Could have done, yeah, done more. I think Jets plus five and a half is good here. I, I, I also wouldn't mind sprinkling the money line. Plus two fifteen is a lot of value there. You're going into MetLife for Zach Wilson to get his Zach first Wilson's win, first home game. The Jets plus five and a half. It honestly that is tempting. I'm thinking about it like, but I could see the. I score. like the Jets here. I like the Jets money line. The New York Jets are six and two against the spread in their last eight games when playing at home against New England. Yeah, see, even when New England was a powerhouse, yeah, Jets have their number in MetLife. They keep it close. Jets money line. Lock it in right now. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I like that. I'm thinking about it. I, yeah. Let's go. Was it, are we Zach Wilson fans this week? We're Zach Wilson fans every, <laughs> every week. Next, we got the San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles on the East Coast. We got the 49ers at minus 3.5. Money line at minus 196. And the over-under at 49.5. Mackie, you want to take away with this one? Yeah, I don't really have many thoughts in this game. I don't think either team really showed who they were yet. I think Eagles had a nice win against the Falcons, but then again, they're the Falcons. And then who did the Niners play? Niners played the Lions. Lions. Yeah, and they, they, they looked pretty bad at the end of the game. They almost blew the game. That's what I'm saying. I think I like the Eagles plus three and a half here. Uh, I can back that up with Philadelphia is 8-1 and one against the spread in their last nine games when playing San Francisco. I like that stat. Philadelphia's just had so many different teams. Jalen Hurts looked good, too. It's not even just the fact that they were playing the Falcons. Jalen Hurts looked good. They scored a lot of points. 
They got the they got the ball downfield. They showcased, you know, they got Devontae Smith his touchdown. The, the first touchdown, if I'm not like mistaken. That? Yeah. First Devontae Smith got the first touchdown, right? Yeah. yeah. He did. Next we got the New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. New Orleans Saints at minus three and a half, money line at minus one eighty, and the over under at forty four and a half. The Saints came out swinging last week with a huge win against Green Bay. Hope they can keep that momentum going against the Panthers here in week two. You think they're going to keep that rhythm going or what? Jameis Winston. That's all I have to say. Jameis shut down our bet for last week. I think – I mean, I don't like Sam Darnold either. I think the Panthers are overrated. Uh, yeah, I do too. I think whenever you think about like guys like the, the who was on the Panthers and – Darnold, McCaffrey, they always have McCaffrey. He's always going to be there. They have a nice group of receivers, Robbie Anderson and uh, what's the other guy's name? Curtis Samuel. DJ Moore. DJ Moore, yeah. And I don't know. The three and a half here is the only thing for Carolina is they're at home. but uh, Yeah, they're pretty good at home. Do we like money line for New Orleans here? Yeah. That's what I'm leaning towards. I was saying I don't know about the three and a half, but when Jameis wins games, he wins them by 14. Yeah. Like – and you still have Sean Payton. You're still yeah. one of the best coaches yeah. in the league. So I think the Saints come out on top here. I'll take Saints money line here, minus 180. I just think that the three and a half is sketchy. But like I said, when James wins games, he has a tendency to win them by a lot of points. <laughs> but I don't know. Carolina, I don't trust their ability to hang in this, but I'll just take the easy, hopefully easy bet with the money line where I won't have to worry about the points. But what do you think? I like the Saints here as well. They're 8-1 and one in their last nine games against Carolina straight up. So definitely a money money line move here. Let's, let's go right into this next one. Denver Broncos at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jacksonville didn't look too good last week. Losing to Houston. And Denver, they had a big win. Teddy Bridgewater, big win against the New York Giants. They came out on top. Um, what do you think here, Mackie? The minus six, over under 45 and a half. Um, I think Urban Meyer should have stayed in college football. And I think Trevor Lawrence was awful. I think he looked, he looked bad. I think that was his one game where he should have won this year, and he got blown out. It wasn't he, even close. He looked bad. I'm leaning towards the Broncos, minus six. Yeah, Broncos minus six. Is Teddy looked good. Clean. Broncos Broncos looked pretty promising against the Giants. They honestly week. did. They, they had a good team. They have, they have a shot at um, getting a wild card spot this year. Obviously, they're not going to win the division. The division's all starting out 1-0. and It's going to be a tough division. It could be. The Chiefs are obviously going to win that exactly. division. I mean, it's yeah, not when like, you have the Chiefs in your division. It's not like win. they're playing for the division. It's more like who's playing for that wild card for spot wild card in the spot. AFC. But yeah, I don't know. Whenever you get into games like that, the minus six going into Jacksonville. I don't six know. is a good number, though. That's what I'm thinking. Keeping it under uh, seven, seven and points. the push at six. Yeah, love a push. Love a good push. So I don't know, but. And then you look at the next one, Minnesota at the Cardinals. First four o'clock game. Yeah. Minnesota's five and one straight up in their last six games when playing Arizona. Three minus three and a half for Arizona. Over under fifty and a half here. In Arizona. Yeah. So I don't know. I like the Cardinals with the points here. Kyler Murray just he, he, he looks good. He looks like he can't be stopped. He yeah, looks he like looks young good. Russell Wilson out he, there. He does. He looks really good. Like 
I think the Cardinals come out on top here by I think this spread honestly should be about five and a half like with that Steelers game. I think it should be up a little more like that Steelers game or the other uh, five and a half one that we were just talking about but I don't know. The Cardinals defense, they came out looking good. And yeah, it's not even their Chandler Jones and Chandler Jones five, Baker, five, five, five sacks. sacks. Yeah, like two forced fumbles. Is that defense going to be able to hold the under with this trend? The total's gone under in the four of the last five games between these clubs in Arizona. Uh, with I, a medium, I you know, medium see, high. I, I think the Cardinals are going to score a lot of points. It just comes down to how many they can hold Minnesota to. I'd say I, I'm going to take the under here. I don't think Minnesota's going to keep up with Arizona. I give Minnesota seventeen. You know what I mean? Though, how? What's? I don't even. I give them ten. Thirteen, somewhere in there. Yeah. I say twenty-eight to ten. Yeah, they're Arizona. not going to score more than seventeen. I can see them score. They're going to score ten. They're going to get in the end zone. I don't know. You know, that's that defense look good. If they can keep up the pace from last week, they're going to that under fifty and a half should be easy. We'll see. All right, and moving forward. We're going to the Atlanta Falcons at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers favored at 11.5 points, a rather high spread for this week, and the over-under set at 51.5. The total has gone over in the last five games between these clubs, and I think with Tom Brady, they're going to keep it going. Uh, I like the Bucs here. I think there's no reason to touch a spread that's 11.5 points. I think they do cover it, but I wouldn't take my chances. Yeah, I'm not taking my chances on 11 and a half. Bucks are just going to come out on top, simple as simple as, as yeah, it is. That's what I think here. The 51 and a half, like I was thinking, the Tom, the Tom Brady versus Matt Ryan matchup, it really just comes down to can Matt Ryan score points against Tampa Bay's defense? Yeah, you know Tom Brady's going to put up the points. So yeah. Can Matt Ryan hold his own? I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't like anything about this game other than, like we said, the Tampa Bay money line. Tampa Bay is going to start out 2-0. Um, I think Matt Ryan looked awful last week, too. So Yeah, they, what, I mean, they, playing Philly. They only put up six points against Philly. How many do you think they're going to put up against Tampa Bay? They'll be lucky to score 10. Yeah, exactly. you got to think they're going to get in the end zone, though. You know what I mean? You yeah. Can't, it's I mean, hard to sooner, go two, sooner or later, you're going to score It's hard to go down. two weeks without getting in the end zone, but... I don't know. Next game we look at, uh, Dallas Cowboys at the Chargers. Mackie and his Dallas Cowboys. What, I'll be what do you think, here. buddy? Da- Dallas Moneyline plus 144. Lock it in. I think that's going to be the underdog of the week. Um, I don't even think they're an underdog. I think that the it's, only reason it's that the they're road, not, it's I the think road if it was in Dallas, Dallas would be minus three. I think the only reason they're not favored is because you're it's in on the Los road, Angeles. Yeah. Dallas um, put up a good fight last week against Tampa. They probably should have won that game. They, gave they looked. Too, they did look. Both of these teams looked good last week. They gave him too much time. Obviously, you give Tom Brady over under fifty five and a half. That's a high one. Um, but two Very offenses high. that could, you know, Chargers are going to have their fair throwing plays and see what they can do to get in the end zone. But yeah, Justin Herbert looks good too. But I like my boys here. Yeah, I don't know what I like here. Honestly, I'd say Dallas plus three. I'll go Dallas plus three. I think yeah. that's a safe move. I think it's a good pick too. Tennessee Titans at the Seattle Seahawks. We got the Seahawks at minus four and a half, and the over/under set at fifty-three and a half. In Seattle, Sunday, four thirty. It's a tough place to go in and play. That's all I'm going to say. I know Mackey's high on the Titans this game. I, I like. I don't know about the four and a half. That's a tough spread because Derrick Henry didn't have a big game last week. Julio Jones didn't have a big game last week. 
the Titans could they could come in this game swinging hot and so I don't think they're all gonna shit the bed two weeks in a row. I mean, they have too much talent on the offensive end. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It's tough to say for me right now. I think if Ryan Tannehill comes to play, then I do be fine. think this is a high scoring game. I think so. I like the fifty three and a half. I like that. That's a, a high over under, and I still like that. Yeah, over. I still like that. I have a trend that contradicts that a little bit. The total has gone under in the last five games between these teams in Seattle. On top of that, Seattle is six and one straight up in its last seven games when playing at home against Tennessee. So, I guess it points towards Seattle. I don't know. They looked pretty good last week. I liked them last week, but I Tennessee. They have to come out to play. They don't have a choice here. Yeah, well, that's another division that's really up for grabs. You know what I mean? Everyone and they have they they should win that. Division. Everyone's zero and one. The Texans are one and zero, which basically means everyone's zero and one because the Texans <laughs> yeah. don't matter. Because so. they're obviously not going to come out. So uh, yeah, the Titans they need to come out on top here if they want to start out tough in that division and kind of get in front. But but Russell Wilson can, can, he can still cook. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just offensive line that needs to hold up. And the defense. That defense always is always comes down to Seattle's defense. Yeah, it's hit or miss with them. Yeah, this isn't the days of the Legion of Boom where they can just rely on that defense and <laughs> only let up eight Richard points Sherman. in a Super Bowl. But I don't know. Maybe Tennessee plus four and a half. I think I like that. I can see Tennessee getting out to an early lead, like maybe 10-3 at the end of the first quarter. or Seattle Like, half what, like bo- a little before halftime, Russell it could be 10-3. Yeah. drive. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe 10-6 at halftime. Tennessee's yeah. up, I think. And then, I don't know. Yeah, I like, I like Titans plus four and a half here. I think yeah. that's the only... I'd go, to, I'd go Titans four and a half. Moving forward with the last game on Sunday at 8-20, we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. we got the Chiefs favorite at minus three and a half. Money line at minus 200 and the over-under at 55 and a half. Another high one. Kansas City is 4-1 against the spread and straight up in its last five games when playing Baltimore. That stat's only going to increase as Kansas City's going to cover 3.5 on this game in Sunday night football. Agreed. I'm not I'm not high on the Ravens. I said it last week. I'm going to stay on it. They didn't look good against the Raiders. and They have uh, too many injuries. If they didn't look good against the Raiders, I'm sorry, you're not going to look too good against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, the only thing they have going for them here is that they're home, but I think Pat Mahomes comes in. Sunday night and just puts up 500 yards. Take the spread, take the money line, take whatever you can. Take everything. Take Lock. first half spread, full game spread, money I line, think that spread. I honestly think that spread, if it it should be five and a half as well. They just don't like handing out the five and a half spreads on the road. Uh, I guess unless you're the New England Patriots going into MetLife, you get a five <laughs> and a half. But. First half spreads at minus three for the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are more deserving of the five and a half than the Patriots, but... I don't know. That first half, I'm a big first half spread guy. First half minus three. Yeah, I'll take They don't yeah. always come out too strong, though. I, I don't think that happens this time, like this game, like last week. Like, I don't it's see. Also Sunday night. Yeah, I don't see that happening time, this week. Yeah. Mahomes. Mahomes will be ready to play. They're going to come out and win They're the first They're just too good. They'll win the first half. That minus three will be covered 21, or let's say 20 to 21, maybe. But. I'm saying that's like how many points they'll score, and let's say maybe 14, 13 for the Ravens. Yeah, I think the lucky. Ravens will keep up in the in the first half. I think another high, another high scoring game. game. I'd say like yeah, if it's twenty to thirteen at halftime, Chiefs cover that minus three. I think final score maybe 34. 38, 28, 21, I'll say. I was gonna say thirty four twenty one. 
So somewhere in there. Yeah, that over. That's easy, I think. Wait, 34-21. That's not the over for me. 55. 55 and a half. I don't like the over-under in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Moving into the Monday night game, we got the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. We got another big spread here with the Packers, minus 11 and a half, and the over-under set at 48 and a half. Any thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers here, gentlemen? Aaron Rodgers had 1.36 fantasy points last week. Did you Ouch. see the stat with his the QBR rating? I'm yeah, not high on spike, QBR rating. If you spike the, spike the dirt, if a quarterback time. spikes the ball in the dirt every single play, it's like 36.9. His quarterback rating was like 32. It was like 30. Yeah, it was something like it that. Was, it was lower <laughs> than if you spike the ball every time. <laughs> that was insane. And he sat on the bench with a smile on his face. I think. I think he rebounds here against Detroit. I, I don't. I completely disagree. I don't know if they cover 11.5. That's what I'm saying. I think the Detroit plus 11.5 is easy here. Aaron Rodgers could have won that game on Sunday. On, on Sunday. Yeah, In if my he opinion, wanted to play. I think if he wanted to, he could have won that I don't game. I don't think he wants to be there. Because he knew that he could do whatever he wanted. But, yeah, I'm not taking, Detroit, I'm not taking Detroit on that money line. I'll take the 11.5. I think 11.5 here for Detroit – is like a lock. Yeah, I can. Even I wouldn't if, even, even if, if plus four forty money line might be worth. That's a half unit. I I, I don't know. The four forty. It's I like the four forty. If you hit it, but can you imagine <laughs> the eleven and a half. It's just that's so I can many see, I can points. See the headlines: Aaron Rodgers losing to Detroit. Yeah, in Green Bay. I was gonna say, dude. The I I just think that eleven and a half in on Monday night game. We always say that there's not spreads that big on a primetime game. Never. 11. Jared Goff, four touchdowns. Let's see it. Jared Goff. I'm here for it. Dude, uh, Jamal Williams, that running back from the Packers, but he looked good last week. Did you see? Did you watch that 49ers-Lions game? I watched the last two minutes. I was going to say that. I only watched but... a little bit of it, but I saw a couple clips on it, and that Jamal Williams did play pretty good. Jared Goff, he has a good game, Green Bay. This could be a... Do we said it? I would the, love to see it. That division's up for grabs, and who? I mean, if the Packers are going to go out, I mean, Detroit Lions winning the NFC North. Could you imagine? That'd be, I mean, that'd be something. That'd be a big fuck you to Matt LA. Stafford. Yeah, Matt Stafford in LA. I'd be like, we can do this without you. I mean, if he wins the uh, NFC I West, mean, he wouldn't even care. Good, yeah, he wouldn't care. But still, they sent Jared Goff there to die. So that would work for them. I mean, clearly, it wasn't working with Matt Stafford. If you can get it done with Jared Goff in Green Bay. It's looking like a good trade because Matt Stafford wasn't too hot we're against root. Aaron Rodgers. We're rooting Different for Crackers team with Rodgers not wanting to be there, it seems like, right now. But yeah, I don't know. Give me the – we've it. said it about a million times now. Detroit 11.5, I'm taking that. Lock it in. Now it's time to roll into the Week 2 team card. This week, the boys are like in Washington minus 3, Bengals money line at plus 112, Cardinals minus 3.5, Dallas Cowboys plus 3.5, and the Chiefs, minus three and a half. And out of these, we're looking at the lock of the week to be the Cardinals, minus three and a half, for a guaranteed hit. I think that Cardinals, minus three and a half, is probably my favorite play on that card, and there's a reason it's the lock of the week. I'm just really high on Kyler Murray. I think he's just been great. They look good. I mean, there's there's a re- there's logic behind why we're picking them. At Minnesota, they didn't look too strong. They're playing a, what came off as an inferior Bengals team known to not have a, kind of an unproven offense and not known to have much of a defense, but I just don't have too much faith in Minnesota to go into Arizona and cover that three and a half. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota looked awful. Arizona looked great. It's only a three and a half point spread. Arizona's home. 
all the all the signs point towards Arizona. Yeah, I look for another big game from Hopkins and the defense, and you know what I mean. Hopkins, Murray, another Hail Murray in there, maybe <laughs> the big play that was against Buffalo, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I just like the Cardinals here, and then one of our other plays is uh, the Bengals. That's our plus money line bet of the week. I don't know. I thought I think. Joe Burrow can get it done against Chicago. Going into Chicago is going to be tough. Um, see what he can do on the road. But that team just has no upside. Yeah, like Bengals. Bengals look good. Until last the week. Bears, until the Bears decide to start Justin Fields, I'm probably going to be kind of down on them. Andy Dalton's not getting any any. Winners. Yeah, Andy Dalton's not getting any love from me either. So I'm not going to show too much faith in the Bears until they decide to put Justin Fields in and. Kind of revamp that team, but and the Bengals look good. So yeah, the Bengals they showed upside, and the Bears they got crushed by twenty. I don't so. really think they should be underdogs in this situation. I, I think th- they should be favorites. I think this should be an even game at minus one hundred eight each, honestly. And that's all we got for week two of the NFL season here. Over this past weekend, though, we had a good time down at WVU. Yeah, we uh, we had a few beers in the parking lot. We tailgated a little, and then we smoked LIU sixty six nothing. I sadly took LIU on the plus. I thought the forty-eight and a half was too many points, don't, but don't get it. Don't I doubted my boys. boys. I doubted my boys, but I don't know. It's good to see. It was good to be there and see everyone. You know, watch the boys get the win. Big win, sixty-six nothing. Wasn't at the game, but being in Morgantown is always good enough. So yeah, the boys had a good time. Always a good time down in Morgantown. And that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Hit the Books Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our various social media platforms, Instagram at hitthebooks.pod, Twitter at hitthebooks underscore pod, website at hitthebookspod.com for all the latest on Hit the Books, and be sure to always study hard. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER.